Hi, welcome to Hello There. This is the very first episode of a podcast dealing with the animated uh, shows of the Star Wars universe. Um, Today's episode is going to be the Clone Wars movie um, that takes place between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith and um, kicks off this whole uh, Star Wars animated uh expedition if you will um from here on out i'll be getting into uh the episodes chronologically um i will also be doing rebels getting into resistance bad batch when visions finally comes out we'll be doing that as well so i hope you enjoy this first episode and stay along for the ride um you know, in a galaxy far, far away. And in this one, I thank you very kindly. And um, yeah, let's get into the uh, the movie of the Clone Wars. Um, I just loved it. I've seen it a few times, um, but there were quite a few parts I kind of forgot. And um, and it's, it's always nice when you kind of see things for the first time again, because you forgot different aspects of certain movies or shows or whatever. So, um, yeah, this was a quite a ride and I decided to watch, you know, a chunk of the show come in record and then just keep doing that back and forth and back and forth. So, um, if it feels slightly chaotic and a little unhinged, it's only because my emotions for Star Wars are very, very strong, and we're dealing with Anakin and Padme and Ahsoka. Like, this is me meeting Ahsoka for, like, the first time properly, like, outside of the Mandalorian. So, it just was, just was very special. So, thank you for joining in. Okay, so first things first, we've got freaking creepy well god knows i love him palpatine is one of my fucking goats here so i I probably shouldn't slander him but he's a little creepy right here he's like kind of like has like a pink sheen to him um in this animation fyi i love this animation it they look like kind of like paintings but like cartoons like almost renaissance type paintings i like i don't even know um style is super duper cool so we're set up here palpatine and windu like looking like he's not having any of this chit-chatting with uh with a uh, jabba jabba's son has been kidnapped we got to go pick up rhoda right and so i do remember like chunks of this movie um because i think i kind of get it confused with some of the episodes i've watched it's really hard to i think the timeline for this whole situation like where you start watching can get a little bit convoluted um so anyways whatever um I remember briefly the 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 storyline of Rhoda getting kidnapped and and Anakin and Ahsoka going off and getting him trying to bring him to the right place I think Padme shows up freaking at some point so anyways we're gonna get there we're gonna get there but first we're here with Windu and Palpatine, and of course, Palpatine's like, we have to help the huts. And Windu's like, I don't think we should do that. And Palpatine's like, it's the only way we'll have to, act. like, you know, the Jedi will have to help rescue this gangster's son. And uh, every kid's precious, right? No matter if they're, if they're a uh, dad's a uh, a gigantic blob of pizza, pizza the hut, um, gangster type 
underworld criminal, you know, uh, lord, whatever. Um, all kids need to be rescued, I guess. So Windu's like, the only ones I have to spare aren't even available right now. Like, the only two guys I could freaking send your way to fix your car, they're, they're already working on another one right now. And Palpatine's like, dude, hut, okay? Whatever planet they're on, get them to leave, get them to move, time to go rescue baby Rhoda hut, Okay? And um, that's where we get kicked off here. And so we got Anakin and Obi on the planet, which I've already forgot the name of it. Don't, please don't hate. Um, I'm trying to do these as much in real time as I can. And again, I have ADHD. So sometimes um, there might be like huge blocks that I miss and leave out no matter if I have notes in front of me or not. So please, 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 please be kind and bear with me. Um... So sequencing, where are we? Yes. Uh, so Obi goes off, I think, to deal with, you know, to do the negotiations and Anakin is left to like blow shit up and figure out how to, uh, I don't know, whatever. But all I know is fucking Ahsoka shows up and she's like, uh, I'm your Padawan. And Anakin's like, huh? And Obi's like, no, she, no, no, I've been here before. I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this again. You are not going to send me a child that I have to teach things. I'm fucking done with it. Okay. In a few decades from now, I'm gonna have to do this shit all over again with this guy's kid, with Anakin's kid. And you're going to try to send me this cute little, this little orange blue eyed little alien girl. To just, like, no, no, I am done with the Padawan fucking shit. Do you see this guy standing next to me? Do you see Anakin? Send her to him. Because I'm still dealing with him. Like, I have to steal. I, I deal with this guy every day of my life. I love him. He's my brother. But, like, come on. Come on, Yoda. Come on, Yoda. And again, Yoda, whatever. Uh, mm, okay. I'm going to stop right here and, uh, and uh, you know, just... Uh, I'm just going to keep coming in and out of the episodes, in and out of the episodes. I thought, maybe I'll just watch the whole episode and then review it afterwards. I'm like, no, I'm just going to, like, watch a few minutes, stop, fill her in, and, like, kind of just do that. So I'm going to work my way through at least the first half of this movie, um, get it into a whole episode, and that will be the first one. So, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know when I'll pop in next, but... Uh, We'll, we'll see what's to come. All right. So I am a few minutes into the Clone Wars movie, right? Okay, here we are. And we have just met Ahsoka for the first time. Now, I know who she is. Seen her pop up. I watched The Mandalorian. I watched Rosario Dawson do a beautiful job um, with her live action version of her. But I cannot say I am one of those people that are deeply attached to the character because I have not gone through the whole Clone Wars, Padawan, uh, Anakin Skywalker is my master journey with her, okay? And so she just popped up and she just told fucking Anakin, like, listen, bitch, Yoda sent me, you're stuck with me, let's go. And he's just, like, so thrown back. Even Obi's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on here? Like, we're in the middle of, like, 
there's like stuff going on right now. Like and a pa- like just, like Yoda just sent a Padawan to us. What? Um, and so it's kind of cute, and I like Anakin's face because like I've like I said I've 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 gone through a few episodes of this one, um, seen the the whole beginning of Bad Batch, whatever. But I have um, I just like I know that like Anakin and Ahsoka just become more like bantery and like close as they go throughout the series. But um, knowing that, having that foundation, knowing a lot of the things that are going to be popping up along this little animated journey here, um, there's just something about those two personalities that work right off the bat. That's kind of this oil and water, like they are so close to being like the same type of a person that like it's I this is the magic of it, right? This is like they have such a good chemistry. Um, and again, this is just like a fucking cartoon. So I don't know. I'm excited. Ahsoka just popped up. So that was that was a little blurb for for Ahsoka's entry into this um, into this uh, world that is Star Wars, you know, showing up in a cartoon. And then like next thing you know, you're like the, the, the characters being portrayed by like one of the coolest actresses out there, like on live action freaking Star Wars Disney stuff um, with, like, Baby Yoda. So I'm just, uh, I'm a little bit thrown. I'm a little excited. I feel like I just spent a fucking big-time celebrity. So that's all. I'm, gonna, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go ahead and get back to the, the rest of the storyline here. But that was just me jumping in. So Obi-Wan Kenobi really is, like, a crafty bitch, isn't he? Um, so he sent in the request for a Padawan and then Yoda was just like, uh, no master Skywalker needs it, needs like, cause she points to him and she's like, no master Yoda appoint, like, um, appointed me to be your Padawan, like Skywalker's Padawan. And like Obi's face, is just kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Anakin's just like, no fucking way. Do not give me a bad one. This is so good. This is so good. I love this shit. Okay, I'm back. Um, I just was like thinking while I had this pushed on pause right now that like Anakin <laughs> having a bad one, like Oh, wow. The movies killed me. Like, killed me. Okay? Like, Anakin, watching that come to full fruition into the Vader fucking, like, like, losing Padme and Obi and, like, everybody he loved to become Darth Vader. And now I'm watching this fucking show. And you guys put another person in his life (laughs) pain 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 (laughs) I can't even they fucking gave Anakin somebody else to fucking form an attachment to (laughs) they fucking gave Anakin Skywalker another being to form a bond with and now I have to watch hours 
and hours and hours of him and this beautiful little, I don't even know what kind of a fucking alien creature she is, little Ahsoka, just like, and her, and her big brother Anakin, this fun fucking platonic relationship, which, which we hardly ever get to see fun platonic relationships and shit, and then they're gonna get close, and they're gonna be master and apprentice, and then, and then he's gonna fucking get chopped, and he's gonna turn into Darth Vader, and she's gonna fucking get left behind, she's gonna get left behind, and I'm gonna have to fucking pick up the pieces. I'm gonna have to put myself in therapy again. I'm gonna have to fucking figure out how to function. I'm gonna have to watch all these movies now, all the prequels, knowing that Ahsoka existed and that Anakin and her can't be friends anymore because he's Darth Vader. I am wounded and I am upset. And I don't know why I chose to go down this path, but it's the path that I must take Yoda, fuck you, Yoda. You knew this kid. (sighs) Yoda, (laughs) he knew that this man, this little man child, Anakin, who's not even totally grown up yet. He knew, he sensed that there was much darkness in him. And he's like, here, we'll just give you a fucking Padawan. Oh my God. Okay. I'm not being clear and I'm not being audible. I'm just so, um, I haven't been worked up like this in a fucking minute. God damn it. Why did it? Oh, she's just smiling. I have the, I have my screen on pause. I am 20, 30 minutes into this and she's just looking at him just on the screen. Just like, teach me, dude, teach me all the things that I need to know. And Anakin's just like, He's not into it right now. He's not really into it, but he's going to be into it. Like, I know he's going to be so fucking excited because he's going to be like, oh, my God, I have somebody. Okay, whatever. I'm going to stop. But fuck. Did they did they did they have to give Anakin one more person to form an attachment to that has become that that, that will get disconnected and, and burnt and and ties will be cut? Poor Ahsoka. She doesn't deserve this shit. You know, like, I just, she just shows up in the Mandalorian and she meets Grogu and she's just like, it's like, I know what she saw in that little green milk, mint, minty little milkshake. I know what she saw. She saw Anakin in his eyes. I know where this is going. I just want you guys to know that. I know where this is all going. I thought I was prepared, but I'm not prepared. This is going to be so fucking unhinged, episode by episode. (sighs) I mean, I'm sure there will be some boring ones where I'm going to kind of like have to like force myself to record afterwards. But like, this might be what it's like. This podcast, like this might be the energy. So I apologize. And also you're fucking welcome. Okay, so before we get into the Rhoda the Hut rescue uh, scenario with, uh, Anakin and Ahsoka, um, fucking Asajj just popped up, like, hooded, talking to a hologram of Dooku, discussing that, like, she hid the child, or is hiding the child, or something having to do with the child being hidden. I can't remember if it was present or past tense or not, even though I just pushed pause. Um, but more so than anything, anything, um, fucking Palpatine's hologram showed up right after Dooku's did. And, um, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say Palpatine. I should say Darth Sidious uh, because uh, he has not been revealed yet um, as as uh, being the same Palpatine and 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 the and the Emperor. So, anyways, whatever. Um, that was super cool. Kind of sinister. Kind of dark. I like it. I'm here. Asajj is one of my favorite fucking characters. So, this was quite an introduction and I need to figure out who played her voice or who's playing her voice or whatever because um I just like it it's like a reminds me of um kind of like an old Disney villain from one of like the animated Disney movies uh kind of this uh Lady Tremaine Maleficent uh kind of vibe to her voice so I really like that so Captain Rex is really fucking cool and I like him and I think he might be my favorite clone. I think he might be a lot of people's favorite clones, clone, but yeah, I think this is Rex, right? The guy with the, the blonde, the blondish, is it like bleach blonde? He kind of looks like uh, Rucker Hauer from Blade Runner. I don't know what to say with Tamora, with the fucking Tamara Morrison's face. So anyways, I like him. He's cool. And he tells Anakin, good job. And then he looks at Ahsoka and he tells her, good job too, which I liked. And then Anakin being Anakin is like, you never would have made it as Obi-Wan's Padawan. And she's like, kind of like sad and sullen. And he's like, but you just might make it as mine. And it's like, Anakin, Anakin, so sweet. That's like, you know, the thing about Anakin when he gets older is there's always still that like little, you know, bull cut little pod racing you know this is where the fun no this is now this is pod racing um yeah when he says this is where the fun begins that's exactly like what he says this is not this is pod racing i'm gonna cry now i oh now i'm back now i'm back into that bad place i'm in the sunken place somebody fucking put a spoon to a teacup and now i'm in the sunken place okay i'm gonna get back out anakin's cool we're in the we're we're in the present time, okay? We're not in a... Whew, we haven't lost him yet, okay? So, he's cute with Ahsoka. You know, he... I, I like that. I like how he kind of did the whole, like, bah, never would have cut it as Obi's, but you might just make it as mine. So, that's cool. Uh, Yoda just showed up, and he's like, uh, okay, I know that you guys just finished this job, but I need you to immediately go into your second shift. No breaks, no naps, nothing, okay? Like, you guys are the detectives this is the second homicide you guys got to deal with today. Like you're still on the clock, no shower, no home time to go. And like Ahsoka's just like fucking I'm ready. Like I'm ready. And fucking Anakin, he's always ready for the next mission. So I am too. So let's, uh, let's go save this little, uh, this little chunky, chunky little hut, Rota baby creature thing. Hold up. There's some, um, there's some weird shit going on here. So they want Anakin Skywalker to save Jabba the Hutt's son that got kidnapped and to return the kidnapped child to Jabba. And yes, I, I, I remember this, this last part of the movie pretty, pretty well. And it's a fun ride. But isn't it ironic? Like the fucking song that Anakin Skywalker's daughter 
Leia Organa was later taken as a slave by Jabba the Hutt and had to be rescued by her brother. Well, technically, she didn't have to be rescued by shit because she was the one that killed Jabba the Hutt. Wow, if that's not a fucking Skywalker moment, what is? Holy shit. I love these kind of things. So he's got to go save the guy's son who later makes his daughter a slave. That is good storytelling. And I like it. And then the fact, the icing on this whole cake is that Leia is the one that kills Jabba the Hutt in the end. That's beautiful. And then Luke fucking busts the rest of them out of the place. And, um, and yeah, where, what is the state of the palace now? Oh, Jabba. Yes, Jabba. Long gone. Decades later. Who's sitting upon his throne now? None other than Boba fucking Fett. Poetic justice? I don't know. Um, but anyways, I just, uh, I just thought that, that little tidbit, I just, that just popped into my head like, oh God, wow. You know, I know, uh, I know Anakin's has some flashes into the future before, you know, that's his little Kygon sneaky Jedi power that he picked up on when he was a little boy. Like, oh, he can see things into the future. And uh, it's more than a Jedi trick. It's what it's, it's it's his curse and a blessing, I guess. And I'm just wondering if this cartoon version of Anakin ever caught a glimpse of like, oh, I don't want to go save this this guy's kid because I I have a feeling that one day he might fucking turn my daughter that I think died in childbirth into a slave. Wow, that's a lot. So, anyways, I I'm ready to I'm just there's a lot there's a lot and I'm just ready to just move forward we're just gonna move fucking forward here so Ahsoka just said this is where the fun begins and like come on come on I see what you did there Mr. Filoni um shout out to like the score of this like there's some really cool almost kind of rock vibes to it and gets into that sort of like Middle Eastern sitar type, just like really mystical sounding and it's pretty badass. Um, and that whole freaking uh, sieging of the monastery of going in, uh, they, just ca- they just got Rhoda out of the um, little cell that he was in. Obviously there's some kind of trap going on here with like Ventress. She just like beeped into Dooku and was like, they're here and I can take them. And he's like, no. It's working out according to our plan. I was going to say design, but that's not his line. Um, And he's like, just be patient. You will have your revenge. And it's like, man, don't gatekeep Ventress like that. You don't, don't, don't gatekeep her, Dooku. All, all, all Dooku did was just gatekeep Asajj Ventress. That's why she fucking was like, I I gotta go. Like, I'm not gonna, like, I can't, like, fuck you, Dooku. Anyways, we're not there yet. Um... But the whole, like, thing of them going up the cliff mountain thing and, like, the way, like, the angles of it were and with, like, Ahsoka standing on top of the machine creature thing. Whew, I'm yawning. It's getting late. Um, 
that is super fucking cool. And I really like that. Um, that purple and pink, um, pew, pew, whatever. Um, and then Anakin just being so fucking Anakin. And like, you think he's going to save Ahsoka? Like she's starting to fall off of the, the machine thing. And like, he just hops from one droid air motorcycle thing to the next, to the next. And then he just like zooms right past her and is like, you're going to have to keep up. And she's like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like he would he didn't get one for her. Like she's got to fucking come along at her own freaking pace. And so that's just kind of funny. I'm just digging this freaking relationship here. And then he gets all pissy where he, like, he gets to the top and he's like, I thought I told her to stay close. And like, she comes up and like blows up the, the droids. And she's like, is that like not close enough for you? Like, huh? Sky guy. And he's like, it's just, he's just fucking hilarious. Like every, anytime he gets like pissy, like it's only for a second. And like, he's some, he's in his own weird way, apologetic for it. Baby Rhoda has been secured. The poor little fella. He's sick as can be. Ahsoka's like, we need to get him to Tatooine. We need to get him some medical attention. And, you know, sweet, hot-headed Anakin is like, we got to go help Rex. We got to, like, you know, there's just, like, all these other things that we have to do. I'm sorry, Ahsoka, blah, 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 blah. If you think the kid is cute, freaking strap him on you and let's just freaking go, Okay. And so, I can't remember what happened first, the chicken or the egg. They were outside of it. They were outside of the monastery with Rhoda, and then they were back inside of it with the Saj on the outside. Again, this is all supposed to be like this big trap, right? They need to get, um, they need evidence of the Jedi meddling with um, Jabba's son, right? In order to uh, trick him. You know, and then that way Dooku fucking can get the huts on his side. And, you know, the Separatists have more power than the, uh, you know, Republic. Okay, so that's where we are. That's where we're at. And again, to go back to Saj, her score, like her theme, whatever, that like kicks up when she gets on screen. It's just so fucking cool. And like. You know, we get this other message again from, like, Dooku, um, you know, asking about the child. And she's like, Skywalker has the child, but of course I won't let them get away. And he's just, like, the way he says, like, you know, do not fail this mission or, like, do not fail me. It's just, like, dude, I don't know. I just, like, I feel bad for Asajj. Like, like this was, like, the freaking thumb she was under for so long. Ugh. And uh, more importantly, more so than anything, we get Obi, right, coming up to kind of save the day, right? He's getting in. He's getting ready to do his uh, his uh, his cool fucking lightsaber battle with Asajj, which I love and uh, I remember. And I've done an edit for before um, of the Asajj and Obi fight here coming up. But... Uh, Ahsoka's really funny because she's like, oh, now the real fireworks are going to begin. And like Anakin does not even skip a fucking beat. He just like looks over at her and he's like, what have I been doing this whole time? And she was like being reckless. And like rather than getting mad at it, he gets a little bit mad. But like he kind of just like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, 
but they're getting ready to take off right and he's like we got to go help rex and ahsoka's like listen this like little baby hut thing that we have here whoo with us little baby rhoda is turning every shade of green except the shade that he needs to be we got to get out of here we got to get him back to tatooine um or else we're going to present a dead baby to job of the hut and that's not going to be good and Anakin's just like, I said that I would come help Rex. And it comes down to kind of like the mission or helping out, you know, their buddies down at the bottom. And we see Obi, you know, is there, but he's inside with Ventress. So it's like, you know, the freaking, the clone dudes are getting the brunt of of the uh, attack here. And like, Anakin thinks for a second, you know, he listens to his, his, he listens to the force and he decides, makes the call to Rex and says, we're not going to be able to help you. Um, and what makes me so sad, it brings me more pain <laughs> to this fucking storyline is that these clone soldiers, like, he tells Anakin, like, of course, sir, the mission comes first, sir. And it's like, bless you, Rex. But at the same time, it's like, god damn it, man. Like, my heart, it just hurts for them. Like, they're programmed to just, like, be mission-based, but, like, they're still cool, and they're sweet, and they're, like, really nice to Obi and Anakin and everybody else, and it's just, like, well, he wasn't very nice to, uh, Asajj. He, he called her separatist scum, and I just love how we always go back and forth with the fucking, the scum name-calling in Star Wars. Rebel scum, Empire scum, separatist scum. It's all good, baby. So, anyways, that's where we're at, and uh, I, I was going to split this episode up into uh, two different halves, but I think um, we're, we're rolling into fucking Anakin and Ahsoka, getting the baby feeling better, getting to Jabba, foiling Dooku's plan, and um, yeah, so I'll just probably be wrapping it up here in a couple more little tiny segments. Dude. I am going to go on a deep Dooku dive and I'm going to fucking figure out every Zodiac placement this guy has. He is so like Palpatine, you know, Palpatine's just his long game plans, right? But he's also incredible at thinking on his feet, adapting and evolving incredibly fast to fit into any situation and Dooku is this much more romantic poetic I think he just has a lot of things going on inside of his head like once he gets one plan he's a one plan at a time man you know what I mean I I I know he's very calculating and I know he uses people's weaknesses and fears and stuff to get to the heart of them you know what I mean to just like jab right in there but like you know, he's, like, explaining to Jabba right now, like, you know, about the the Jedi taking his son and wanting to, you know, uh, t- 
to just like fuck up shit, right? And it's like, you know, I just, I think Jabba's a little bit smarter than that. I think Jabba knows like who the Jedi are and like how they are. That like, you know, Dooku is trying to go along with Palpatine's plan. He's trying to set up the Jedi to look like they are um, trying to bring down the huts or whatever. But like, I have it on pause right now and it's it's freeze framed on Jabba's face okay and he's thinking really really hard he's on the screen and he's looking and I I know I know he's 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 hypnotized by Dooku's words but at the same time he's got a brain in there and he knows that like the Jedi really wouldn't like do this so anyways I think he knows something's up and uh I from what I remember I think it was wasn't it like his like weird sister or brother or somebody who actually like took the kid at first and then like he sent out the you know I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna finish watching this and then I'll get into it you know like that'll probably be anyways that was just like my little thoughts on Dooku I was gonna call him some more slanderous names but I thought maybe I'll just keep it a little you know I won't go too hard on Dooku yet Mr. Former Jedi uh I just don't like him because he fucking he took Ventress he took Ventress away from us and I'm still upset about it and I'm not okay with it and I don't like how he's like he's not very nice to her and not that he needs to be nice to anybody because he's a fucking Sith Lord but like mm, you know if you're gonna have like Asajj going out and like being your assassin maybe fucking be nicer to her and she'll fucking try harder and like do her job better but you know you keep gatekeeping her, Dooku. She keeps, like, saying, hey, I could just do this right now. Oh, I could just do this right now. And he's like, no, we've got a plan. And it's like, man, if you maybe if you would have just let her go after Skywalker, she would have, maybe something would have happened. No, she wouldn't have taken him out because he's Anakin Skywalker and nobody can take Anakin Skywalker out except for Obi-Wan Kenobi. But we are not there. It's not part of the timeline yet. But what's, what's really important here is... Uh, Asajj, it seems like, has always had pretty good instincts when it comes to the Force. And she's pretty strong and pretty badass. And she, like, Force choked one, like, Rex, I think it was, before she, like, did the little, like, mind trick where she was, like, tell, like, tell Skywalker to give us his location. Like, I feel like if she would have had all this time to, like, really trust in the Force and her instincts and how she feels in it, I don't think she would have stuck around with Dooku for so long, but anyways, I digress. And, uh, yeah, at this, uh, at this point we are, we're almost back to Tatooine with baby hut. And I'm, I'm pretty sure from what I remember, I'm pretty sure Padme shows up. I could be wrong, but I, but, uh, I think, yeah, I think that's what happens. And there's like some weird thing with like other hut family members, unless I'm getting my streams crossed. In that case, that's Ghostbuster territory, and I don't want to get into that right now. So Anakin and Ahsoka are, like, rolling into the tattooing atmosphere, and he was, like, he just, he just said that, like, I wish, he, he just said, I hope that I, I never had to see this place again. Hope I would never have to fucking see this sandy heat pit again 
And she's like, Ahsoka's just sweet. And she's just like, why? And he's like, I don't want to get into it right now. Or did he say, I don't want to talk about it right now. But like, dude. But dude, dude, dude. Ha <laughs> ha. He killed all those sand people. And then his mom died. And his mom died, and then he killed the people. Then he buried his mom, and then he was really pissed off while he did it. And um, and 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 his and his stepbrother Joel Edgerton looked like, like he was scared, like like he was afraid that Anakin was gonna pop off at any moment. So that's why I feel like when we get into the Kenobi series, fucking Uncle Owen and fucking Ben, old Kenobi, they're gonna get into it. They're gonna get into it. There's gonna be some fucking. Luke Skywalker fighting in it. Okay, I'm off the rails again. But um, back to Ahsoka and Anakin. She just said that um, that little stinky Rhoda is feeling all better. His fever's gone. And now, honestly, he looks like a nice shade of, like, snot green. Like, you know when you start to get sick and your snot goes from being clear to, like, that kind of neon green where you know you're like, oh, fuck, now I'm sick. That's his color, which is healthy for him. It's not healthy for us, but it's healthy for him. And, uh... You know, bless his, bless his soul, and bless Anakin's soul, and bless the souls of the Sand People, and bless the soul of his mom. <sighs> God, now I feel like fucking Arya doing her kill list at the end of the night. I'm gonna stop. Okay, so I feel so happy that it wasn't a fever dream that I thought Padme showed up in this friggin' uh, story here, and uh, it wasn't Jabba's aunt, Jabba's uncle, that fucking. Uh, is along with Dooku and the, uh, Emperor, well, at least Dooku, uh, to, uh, you know, uh, what's the fucking, what is that word? The word, you know, when you falsely, uh, uh, frame, (laughs) um, very clear that Dooku and, uh, old uncle zero, I think his name, zero, the hut, um, has set this whole thing up right so that way uh, Zero can be in charge of the Hut clan uh, and have some powerful ties with the uh, with the Separatists and this way Dooku, the Separatists, all that um, have more power against the Republic. So that's where we are and fucking beautiful goddamn Padme. Don't my only complaint about Padme in the series is that like like if she was like. 30 like if she was like my age 34 like in the movies or whatever like this animated version of her would be perfect this looks like a 34 year old Padme but like she was like 10 years younger like when she like died and like in this part of like the story that like I feel like that I have the screen pause and I'm like looking at her beautiful brown eyes right now and like I just feel like the animation of her f- just whole fucking vibe and energy could feel a little bit more youthful and a little bit younger, like, to, like, where she is because people already have, like, dumb complexes with Ani- with Anakin being younger than Padme, and then it's, like, she does look significantly older than she does in the movies. But that's all. It's I, not really a complaint, just sort of, like, a observation in my on my in my head here, but, uh, but she's just so fucking cool, right, she's, like, just chit-chatting with Palpatine, you know, and, um, and she's, like, oh, I, I think I can figure this situation out, so then we get this beautiful, like, 
I just watched uh, Blade Runner 2049 last night. So literally it looks like we're going right into like futuristic LA. We're in, I think Coruscant, right? Um, and we get this just like fun, jazzy music playing in the score. And then you see like the little alien guys, like with the freaking, their little instruments and it's super cool. And like, she goes into the club, right? And she's got like this fucking hat thing and like a little veil on her face. And she just like looks super cool. Okay. Just like the scene is really cool. And then like, uh, zero, the hut is just waiting there all fucking flamboyant fucking blinged out rings feathers makeup the whole fucking nine yards um and like you know it's like you know okay she's locked this in she can she can do this she's a big girl she's got this and uh then you know something's then you know something's afoot when uh when a zero won't even deal with her and says you know take take her away so right now she's overhearing the whole dooku zero uh hologram message go down right now and uh you know she's she's <laughs> she ain't gonna have any of it she's not she will have zilch Z- she'll have zero 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 of zero the hut that's all that she's gonna take all right now it's time to enter the end of this glorious hour and a half long uh, movie leading up into this animated television uh, journey that we're all about to go on together. Um, Padme got busted out. She was super smart um, when she was, uh, when Jabba's uncle was like, no, uh, I'm not going to deal with you. I'm talking to Dooku. You can go, uh," or no, Dooku tells him, hey, she's a senator because like Padme and Dooku, they, they, they meet for the first time, um, via hologram. And, you know, he makes it clear to Zero, like, this is a, uh, a very important senator here and she's worth a lot of money to the separatists. So if you like hold on to her, you can make a lot of money pulling a ransom. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's already a greedy fuck. He's already sold out his nephew and his great nephew right so Rhoda would be Zero's great nephew yeah not nice not cool not very familial you know what I mean and so Padme being the smart ass fucking Virgo Ravenclaw chick that she is um when the little Roger Roger droids are taking her down to the dungeon prison whatever um they break her gun which she's such a good little Annie Oakley sharpshooter like from the beginning from day one Padme has had it on fucking lock when it comes to freaking her aim okay and so anyways her little gun breaks and uh her hologram her cell phone pops out and like the droids are like oh what's this and she's like oh you probably shouldn't touch that that's like that's dangerous or something like that and then like the droids are just like so silly and dumb and it's like she knows that they're just going to be more curious and of course they are and then um you know she pulls the whole emergency 911 on the cell phone deal with uh c3po and she's like hey i'm locked up can you come you know get somebody to bail me out of here not bail not bail organa I, that would have been cool um but anyways so eventually they come they do that they bust her out and uh um i'm gonna take this back to a tatooine now so um anakin little stinky rhoda 
and snips, right? Sky Guy, Snips, and Stinky, okay? The original, like, the fucking Harry, Hermione, Ron trio here, okay? Um, it's their, it's their last shot, last stance, you know, the baby's healthy, the two of them are tired as fuck, but it's like, they know they just gotta get to the, uh, the, the, uh, hut of Jabba, right? The temple of Jabba the Hut. So, um, they, he says he has a plan to trust her, and she's like, you know, just, like, looks up at him with those, like, big eyes and she's like okay I trust you and then we get this beautiful freaking shot of um I don't think it's the binary sunset it's like it's just beautiful orange gorgeous okay and then we see Anakin off on his uh was he on a bike or no I can't remember whatever he's off in the dunes in the sand just where he loves to be his favorite place (laughs) um and he's got the uh the old dad pack you know he's got what seeming what seemingly is to be Rhoda strapped on behind him okay and uh um Dooku pops up, right? And he's like, I've, you know, your plans are foiled, right? Your, you know, uh, it's, it's done. It's over. We've already, we've, we've worked this out. The plans, the threads have been sewn, uh, and, and that's it. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Just like fight me. Okay. And this is just glorious because like, you know, you get the attack of the clones fight with Anakin and him where Anakin loses his arm, right? That's like the Skywalker way. And then in Revenge of the Sith, you get Anakin paying him back in kind plus interest, like two hands. Like you took one of my hands or one of, yeah, one of my hands. I will take two of yours and uh, I'll take your head as well. Okay. So God Damn, this is so crazy what this fucking story leads up to. Jesus Christ. This is nuts. Um, anyways, <laughs> so it was cool, animated, whatever. Watching them fight those two again. Um, it felt powerful. I felt the emotion. Um, you felt Dooku doing that thing, that playing with emotions. He's like, oh, this is your home planet, isn't it? Um you must feel a lot of emotion and uh, pain and just anger. And Anakin just, he gives into it a different way than he does in Attack of the Clones. Because um, I know this is in between in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And so um, it's, it's interesting to see Anakin... <clears throat> In between that, like, fiery, hot-headed kid that he was in Attack of the Clones. And right before this sort of self-assured, uh, doing what Daddy Palpatine wants me to do, uh, state of mind Anakin. So, anyways, it's cool. I loved it. Um, again, it felt just <sighs> fiery, intense. Um, and again, Dooku just doing that fucking emotional play maybe he's in a maybe he's a Scorpio I don't know I'll figure it out I'll let you know when we get there so um while this is all happening we see uh we realize well we realize once Dooku slashes the dad pack and uh 
And he's like, I've killed Jabba's son. You're definitely triple fucked now, Anakin. And he's like, no, I, I think you are, bro. And then we realize it was just like rocks that look like uh, lava watermelons in his uh, pack. And we cut to, you know, lovely little Ahsoka just fucking fighting her heart out. Um, dealing with like the sand droids. The eyes looked really cool. Because Dooku was like, I would expect you to send your Padawan that way. You know, I'm prepared for that as well. And it's like, oh, Jesus, no, no. I mean, maybe you were, but like, come on, dude. Um, again, not a whole lot of thinking on his feet. It's playing with emotions. He's good at playing with emotions on his feet. But again, I feel like Dooku is just this, there's just the one plan, right? And like he he's he delegates so much of it to other people, like what he does with Asajj, and I I don't know. It's different than Palpatine. I can't. I'll find a way to articulate it as we go as we as I get deeper into the Clone Wars. I'm I'm sure I'll be able to uh, assess this a little bit better. But um, I just feel like his plotting and scheming is not as layered as Palpatine's. And that's what was his downfall. Whatever. So anyways, Ahsoka is dealing with these gnarly droids. And, you know, she's tired. She's just a little, you know, she's not a youngling. She's she's uh, not a youngling, not yet a Padawan. Okay? And the wise words of Britney Spears, uh, that's what she would say if she was in this galaxy far, far away. Um, and so anyways, Ahsoka, she's slicing, she's dicing. Poor fucking R2 goes down. And uh, eventually we see Anakin running uh, to help her. But like, bless his heart, he just runs right the fuck past her, which that's Ares energy if I've ever seen it. Um, he's the god of war and he's trying to find the big bad guy to get to first. And he runs right past his fucking, right past his girl and the kid. Okay, so then his hot-headed ass, again, oh my god, just so fiery runs right into the palace, is freaking like, looks at Jabba and everybody and like, where the fuck is my Padawan? And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And then somebody else is like, he's like, where's Ahsoka? And then somebody else is like, why is Ahsoka? It was a very Guardians of the Galaxy, or a very (laughs) Infinity War moment, right? Um, You know, where's my Padawan? And Jabba's like, where's my son? And Anakin's like, your son's supposed to be here with my Padawan. Where's my Padawan? And then Jabba's just like so fucking confused. He's like, I don't even know. He's like Thanos right now. He's like, I don't even know who she is. I don't even know. Like, Okay. And so long story short, fucking Ahsoka, she fucking finishes the deal. She struts in with the baby and, um, and, uh, you know, everything's good. The baby's all happy with Jabba. And then he's like, okay, go execute these two. And they're like, what? Right? Like that Leia gif where she goes, what? Right before Alderaan's about to get blown up. Um, And uh, fucking who beeps in? What fucking three-way phone call comes in? Freaking beautiful Padme. And she's like, you know, uh, your majesty Jabba or whatever, mighty Jabba the Hutt. Um, I want you to know that your uncle is a fucking scrubby, skeezy, no good plotter schemer who actually took your son and was plotting with Dooku and like the fucking Jedis were just like the himbo Labradors in this situation that were just like 
they were just there to go fetch the kid and do the right thing and they just they kind of got framed here so can you let them go and job up fucking as soon as he finds out he's like my uncle he's pissed like pissed and so his little robot person is like the Jabba wants you to know that the Hutt family will definitely be dealing with uh, Zero the Hutt. Um, and Padme's like, fucking take him, bitch. I don't want to deal with this piece of shit. Um, and so, yeah, all is right in the kingdom. Everybody gets medals. The Ewoks are dancing. We're all happy. And, and uh, oh, there was one lightsaber battle that I skipped over. I think, I, yeah, I didn't even get into because it's, my most favorite thing. <clears throat> um, I did an edit of this a while back because the lightsaber battle, my favorite one in this whole movie is the battle between Obi-Wan and Asajj Ventress. She's got her double lightsabers. He has this beautiful blue one and he comes fucking swagging into that building and she just looks down at him like, all right, bring it, bitch. And so like... <clears throat> The two of them just dance so well and she like pulls off her skirt and like reading Dark Disciple, um, again, he, he's, he brought up having to use kind of like flirting, getting into their people, you know, uh, the enemy's mind and, you know, you can tell he's done this dance with Asajj quite a few times before they get to that kind of bosom buddy relationship that they get um at the end of dark disciple before they have to go fetch quinlan boss from the clutches of freaking dooku more like poo poo am i right so anyways it's beautiful it, there's a lot of purples the music is gorgeous she again the music that plays when she's around is just insane so they go from fighting down below <clears throat> this monastery thing then they go up to the top um then obi goes jumping out the window then they're on this sort of like uh walkway height open outdoor walkway thing outside going down this narrow uh path fighting each other and then she kind of pushes her little uh apple watch and you know obi does that thing with like the two fingers right and he's just sort of like dance with me girl and like you know they're just going back and forth and then her little green bracelet flashes or her, her little bracelet flashes green and we see a pod come out of nowhere and uh she hops off the building and just like peace out bitch <laughs> and obi's just like ha ah. and you know what they did you know what they had him do you know what they had him do rather than be like god damn it or you know son of a gun uh he just looks off kind of impressed and he rubs his beard he just slowly does the thing and it's like you know just the best the, the, the absolute best characterization or or from point a to point b in terms of the live action character and actor to the animation one obi-wan seems it is flawless seamless like i said i had to get used to anakin um you know ahsoka i've seen her many times before i saw rosario dawson play her so you know there wasn't anything to get used to in terms of her because she's brand new for me for the most part um padme again I, she i guess 
she got a little more youthful throughout the episode. But again, she just such mommy energy, just such, such mommy energy. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the Clone Wars movie. Um, I guess the next step here will be uh, Clone Wars episode one. Um, and then I'll probably throw in a Bad Batch episode one, Rebels episode one, and, uh, kind of take it from there. So these will be scattered throughout, uh, throughout the feed, but they will, uh, they'll be chronological. So I'll be going through each one, one by one. Uh, but Clone Wars is going to be like the, the, uh, the bulk of it. Okay. Cause there's just so much to get through. Um, but I really enjoyed this movie and, um, I'm, I'm glad you guys have come along for the ride, um, from curious cats to, um, you know, bouncing around different planets and, uh, and, and whatnot in the galaxy. I am thankful and I am grateful and, uh, God, I'm just so excited to see everything that's coming up. I just, more Padme, more Anakin and Ahsoka, more Obi-Wan, oh my god, more weird Palpatine, more Windu, yes, like, fuck yes, and then, like, Resistance looks cool, because I'm pretty sure I saw BB-8, so I don't know what that's all about, um, again, Rebels, I'm excited to get into those characters, I'm not gonna be able to handle the canon character, I, you know, from just Twitter, and just, like, people talking about him, um, and Freddie Prince Jr. playing his voice. I'm so excited about him. So, so, so excited to get to know him. Um, so, yeah, anyways, just really grateful to have all of this um, Star Wars content to dive into and to expand my knowledge in the universe and to, uh, you know, go beyond just the, uh, just the movies and the few comics I've read and, um, you know, outside of just a little of the queen's shadow and to finally get outside of just dark disciple because dark disciple was an un uh what is it unproduced uh episode of um clone wars like i think there was like a script for the episode and everything um but it became a book instead and i am super grateful for grateful for that because um the Ventress and that is the Ventress that has decided to not be on the dark side, to not be a part of Dooku's uh, ring anymore. So, <clears throat> and something else happens to her in that book as well. So going back, you know, and seeing her having that perspective, I think is super helpful rather than seeing her just as this bad guy and then seeing her arc change. Um, it's kind of nice to have this ahead of time. So anyways, um, I hope everybody has a great rest of the week. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear your mask. If you're not vaccinated, just get it done. The galaxy will thank you. I promise. Um, and anyways, have a great night. And, um, hmm, how shall, um, how am I going to sign off on this one? I stay, I say, stay curious and the other podcasts. So this is where the fun begins.